Welcome to the Altered Podcast, where we honor God and the things he does. With your hosts, Hunter, Jessica, Finn, and Dina. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Altered Podcast, where we dealt with technical difficulties for the last hour and a half, so we're feeling super frustrated and spiritual at the same time. <laughs> I am yep. your host, Ben. You're not Ben. I'm Ben. <laughs> Come on, man. I am your host, Hunter, with our other host, Jessica, our other host, Ben. Dina's not feeling too well today, so she's not with us, but you got to hear her beautiful voice in the intro. That's right. So there you have it. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first episode after New Year's, yep. so welcome to 2023. Ooh. I hope we have some good things in store for this year. And this is the first episode that it releases after we hit the mile marker of over 1,000 listens. We did it. We did it. We asked for people to go back and listen last time. Turns out we'd already hit 1,000 by the time that episode aired. But thank you anyways for going back and listening. We were super excited to hit 1,000. That is a blessing from the Lord, let me tell you. It happened before 2023 started, which was the goal. It did. Um, so bada bing, bada boom. It did. Hey, while we're cutting this thing, cutting this thing, cutting this thing, starting this thing, um, I just want to give a little uh, kind of shout out to uh, my nephew, Mason, who turns 13 at the date of this recording. Uh, it's amazing that he's now a teenager and has survived this. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he's a good kid. I'm, I'm glad. Happy to happy to have him. The other thing I want to talk about is we have new mastering software. Yay. And it's awesome. So if you've liked the last couple episodes, if you think that um, these episodes have sounded good and the, and the audio levels have been good, thanks to Bob Stamper, we have learned some things about audio. Listen, we're just two we're just two rednecks trying to figure it out. That's right, and so it's been it's been better. So just so you know, moving forward, um, if if it sounds good to you, you should support us so we can buy more recording software and and hardware and mics and stuff. Um, the other thing about that too is I'm going to be going back and slowly over time I'm going to be remastering the old ones. So it's going to be like Star Wars. <laughs> we're going to have remastered podcast episodes out there. Wow. So if you see your favorite podcast episodes go down for a little bit and then come back, they're not any different except they're they're remastered. Now will that will that take away the numbers of the podcast? I don't know. It probably will. That's why I haven't done it yet. So we just need a screenshot so we know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um but listen, everybody, we just thank you so much because we have hit our goals. We have. And uh, the goals for 2023 are even higher. Yeah. Um 2000. 2000. I want to say 50,000. Ben's eyes I'm all about it. All about it. Be realistic. It could be realistic. That is realistic. Nothing is impossible with God. It took us how many months to hit a thousand? It took us six months. Why are you so negative? Negative Nancy over here. No, I'm you're fired. I am being realistic. You're fired. But it took us six months to get this far. (coughs) Maybe it'll take us three minutes to three minutes. (laughs) It'll take us three minutes (laughs) to get even farther. Three minutes starts now. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Watch it. Watch it. Yeah. So listen, everybody. Go tell all your friends to start listening now. So first off, Ben has so many shout outs. I'm going to start charging for shout outs. Hey. Uh, two, 25 I'm, cents. I just, okay. <laughs> That's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Christmas. We just got off Christmas. Uh, this is the first episode we've recorded since Christmas. Yep. Uh, this is the second episode they've heard uh, since Christmas. But So how was y'all's Christmas? 
It's good. I spent it with you. So. Oh, that's so sweet. Mine was great. I did not spend it with you. <laughs> I talked to you on Christmas. Yeah, I, I know. It was awesome. Um, no, I had a really good Christmas, y'all. It was, it was sad because this year, you know, we had the ice and all the stuff, so I couldn't go see the fam on Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. But you know what's funny about that? <coughs> it was actually, a, it was kind of nice. Mom's going to shoot me when she hears this. <laughs> but it was kind of nice having it after Christmas because there was no rush. Like every year it's like, we have Christmas Eve, we have Christmas Day, but, you know, the nephews have to get back because Santa's coming to the house, you know, and so they're like rushing out so that they can get back, get everything unloaded, get in bed. This year, we stayed, we played uh, card games, we did all kinds of cool stuff, we were hanging out, you know, there was no rush, there was no pressure, it was really nice. Ben's yeah. mama, I tried to get him to leave on time that Monday morning, he wouldn't do it. <laughs> How did you know that I was late? Because <laughs> I talked to you. Talk to you every day. That's 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 you don't talk to me every day. I really, Nearly. Oh yeah, I had like two days straight where I didn't talk to you at all. I know that's great. I actually felt really weird about it too. I was like, <laughs> I haven't talked to Hunter. What's going on? Did I make him mad the last time I talked to him? And then I started thinking about it. Like, what did I say? I don't remember. Has to have been something. You probably said something dumb. <laughs> well, that's a guarantee. <laughs> I think there was a death in our friend. There group. was. Yeah. 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 I was. I was quiet. Yeah. Um. So Christmas was great. We got to spend it with our kids. Lily is starting to get super excited about just everything Christmas. She would open up every gift, mm. no matter what it was, and it was super excited. If ooh, even a coloring if, book. Ooh, a box. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, cool. she she loved it. Alyssa, she didn't care. Mm. Um, she just was like, feed me. And, yeah. You feed me, it. let me sleep. Yeah. So, but, and I love it when it snows on Christmas. It snowed here in Kentucky. Yeah, it was pretty. Um, it was cold. Negative two was the high. Yeah, yeah. so we're... But and that's I, cold here. I like yeah. the I like the twenties in snow. Yeah. Not negative thirty three degree wind chill in snow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird. So last Friday, from last Friday to this coming Friday, by comparison, there is a ninety degree difference yeah. from the wind chill to what it will be. Yeah, we go from the Arctic tundra to spring. To spring. That's yeah. right. It's so weird. So New Year's is coming up. So we talked about New Year's resolutions uh, in the last episode, which we're going to. Kind of piggyback off that today. I mentioned something in the things I think Christians should do in 2023, and that is fasting. Uh, so Ben and I, and Je- or Jessica and I, will be talking about fasting um, today. But uh, New Year's hasn't happened for us yet, um, but it has happened for you guys as you listen to this. So we, I think we have some New Year's Eve parties co- that are coming up. Yep. Um, we have Christmas on New Year's Day. I think it's going to be good. We have Christmas on New Year's Day? Yeah. Oh, buddy, church. We have church on New Year's Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Church <laughs> <laughs> on New Year's Day. So if you're, uh, hopefully you went to church on New Year's Day and uh, that's how you should start your new year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd be down for Christmas on New Year's Day as well. It's Christmas every day, Ben. I know. It where's really D- is. Where's Dina? <laughs> yeah, she'd be so happy right now. <laughs> okay. So first, before we get there, we have a uh, ad from our sponsor, Anchor, our uh podcast hosting platform who helps us with uh, sponsorships and ads and helps us get our uh, demographic and all this good stuff so if you ever want to use them from to make your own podcast because you have your own thoughts praise the lord use anchor we did <laughs> well that's good i had to use the bathroom now i'm back hunter always. what why does that, what always uh, these are my friends Fuck, I should be able to tell them everything. 
Uh, good news, by the way, I muted my phone, so I will not have any. Like, <laughs> oh, bling, bling. Well, thank you for telling me that. You're welcome. Because I need. You're to welcome, do, all of y'all. Because <laughs> I need to do that. Um. <clears throat> so Ben, yo, when's the last time you fasted? Uh, it has not been that long. You didn't know I was going to ask that. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, it's well, I say that it's probably been a month at this point. Um, I fasted. The last time I fasted was before Thanksgiving. I uh, had some preaching Good coming up. Good time to up. do it. Yeah. <laughs> had some preaching coming up. And so, um, yeah, it's just one of those things where, um, you know, I typically fast, honestly, around the times when I feel like it. I know that that sounds really bad. That's but a good, That's a good way to do it. Um, and it's funny because I didn't even realize that that was, you're going to be talking about that soon enough now that you say that. But yeah, it's usually about the time I feel like it. And it often coincides with preaching. There was a, um, I think it was John Wesley, he used to say um, that if you got in the pulpit or you should never get in the pulpit without having fasted at least twice, twice the week before. Now I am not that strict. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just one of them things. So yeah, I, I try to fast usually at least once a week when I'm preaching. So, and, and how long do your fasts last? Uh, about a day usually. Yeah. So sometimes you, it's just a meal. Okay. So you um, don't eat at all that day? No. Uh, and like I said, sometimes it's just a so meal. So if I call you and you're super grumpy, that's what it is. <laughs> well, it could be a lot of things, but yeah, <laughs> it's, that could be it. Yeah. Okay. So, because I don't know if, yeah, my fasts don't last a whole day. Usually okay. it's like, what's just a point A to point B? Mm-hmm. Like, usually it's during the, the day. Because mm-hmm. um, that night's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So that's interesting. Okay. Um, so, fasting. What about you? Oh, well, I just, what was oh, the last time you fasted, gosh. though? Was it the Daniel fast? No, no, that's been way sooner than that. Uh, when I decided to not do pop and sweets anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I was fasting in, to, in order for help to do that. And I think that's the only way I got through that. Oh, okay, gotcha. But it wasn't like all day. Mm-hmm. It was periodically throughout the day. Gotcha. That I would just dedicate time to read and pray and all that good stuff. And just really hone into to God. Gotcha. Because so, I feel like I, 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 there was no way I could have done what I've done without... Uh, God helping me. Hmm. Could, I could not have quit. Could I just? I, oh, no. There was no you way were, I would quit. You were drinking, drinking like five cans a day. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. Wow. I was addicted. Wow. Maybe even like six. Wow, you I were was, a six-pack a day drinker. I, I was addicted to Dr. Pepper. We yeah. were going through a 24-pack. At one point, we were going through a 24-pack in a week. Yeah, I, nice. yeah. And I was addicted. Mm. I mean, I was drinking one. I was a cold red Mountain Dew is what I was drinking. Mm-hmm. And I threw it away halfway through. Yeah. And, and I said, God, I'm only going to do it with your help. And so I, I knew I couldn't do it with the, my own help. Mm-hmm. And I came home, told my wife, hey, wife, need you to hold me accountable. She laughed. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you, I'll give it a week. I'll give it a week. Because huh. you tried like, to do it not long ago. Yeah, and, on my own strength. I didn't yeah. fast much. I'd do that. And then guess what? We're on day like 60. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. been a while. It's good. So there's still some sitting over there in the corner. I know. I Every time I come in now, I look for that box just to see if it's still there. <laughs> so I'm waiting she on your... Drinks, she a, drinks some every now and every then. Every now and then. Uh-huh. Now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Test my urine, you. man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> the box is actually empty now. <laughs> so, my brother drank the last one. Ah, uh, okay. Um, Kind of sad. Yeah. Um, well, it's still sitting there, so I still, yeah. I still look at it. So the thing is, is yes, because I felt like fasting. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want to talk about first. Yeah. But you fasted because you needed God's help, huh? Sure. Interesting. Jessica, when was the last time you fasted? 
I don't think I've ever fasted. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, maybe you'll learn something from this episode. Well, no, I take that back. When I was kind of like, okay, so when I was pregnant, mm-hmm. I couldn't drink pop. Gotcha. Like that was because like pop would like make me throw up everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess. And then once I had her, I drank pop again. Yeah. Any yeah. like, but never like you were just never like, like a for spiritual, spiritual reasons. No, I'm gonna no. okay. No. So maybe you'll learn something from this podcast then. I mean. Uh, yeah. Anyway, well, yeah. I mean, I'm, hopefully, I'll learn something from this podcast. Yeah, that's well, not condescending, but okay, because there, like, we're about to the next thing in the notes. There's a lot of unknown when it comes to fasting, mm-hmm. so that is my disclosure that what we say here is not the complete holy gospel of fasting. Right. This is what our philosophy on fasting is. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, Ben and I, shocker, shocker, or just a little bit of disagreement here. We do. Um, but most of it is the same. So when it comes to fasting, the Bible doesn't tell us a, a whole lot about it. Um, it does not tell us exactly how to fast. It does not tell us how long to fast for. Um, and it does not give us specific reasons on why we should fast. Now, it does for like the Day of Atonement in Leviticus 16. The only time in the Bible we are commanded to fast um, obviously there is no day of atonement for us today mm-hmm. because Christ is our atonement. So every day is the day of atonement, um, in, in the Christian life. <clears throat> so the only, so that's a fun fact for me. I did not know that the only time we're commanded to fast is in Leviticus 16 mm. commanded to. And yep. And so, so what is Leviticus 16? It's the, the thing about the day of atonement, the day of atonement, gotcha. where they, they would bring their lamb, get uh, sacrificed, and then they would fast mm-hmm. that day. Yeah. Um, and in and, and mourning in preparation of for their sins to be atoned for. Yeah. <clears throat> so that being said, that's the only day that, th- that my research could find. And John MacArthur said that as well. Um, also, and I think R.C. Sproul said that as well when I listened to his sermon about that. Ben loves R.C. He's, yes. RC Cola, man. <laughs> I, I like I like RC Cola better than I like all <laughs> Well, so then that brings me to the point of fasting is natural. It, there is a natural occurrence to fasting. Um, Ben's dig, digging through his Bible, so hopefully he's bringing up some scripture text for that. Um, but when, so let's talk about death, right? When, when there's a death in our family, a close friend, you get bad news. What does your body automatically want to do? It wants to eat. It wants to eat? See, that's me, but that's that's me. So, yeah, so Ben and I have talked about this. Most people get so... Uh, oh, have you ever said, I'm, I'm just so worried I'm ill to my stomach? Yeah. Okay. So it's that, it's that natural... And a lot of people like this, and I say most people like this, do not want to eat. I'm just so worried I don't want to eat. I'm just so anxious I don't want to eat. I'm so, you know, you know, mom's in the hospital. She's not doing well. I just can't eat, right? So your bachelor, your body is naturally telling you to start fasting. It is a natural occurrence. Now, Ben, that this is different for you. Mm-hmm. It is, but so tell us why. I was going to say, but I I'm a hefty feller. Um, we talked about this in the last podcast just a little bit. You know, one of my things is I want to uh, work on changing my identity and be a little bit healthier. I have an unhealthy obsession with food, so for me. Yes, like I get stressed, I eat. Um, so I don't have those natural breaks very often. I find myself more lately um, 
wanting to fast, but it's because I have started the practice of fasting, which is kind of an odd thing to think about. Mm -hmm. And I find that there are times when I feel better. Um, I do not do this for, for spiritual reasons, but for health reasons, sometimes I intermittent fast. Um, I don't do it every day, but sometimes I'll do like a 16, eight where like I'll eat, I won't eat for 16 hours and then I'll, I'll eat for eight hours of a day. And so that means that I skip breakfast most always, um, when I do that. And so there are times like, like, (laughs) like last night, um, I had Taco Bell and I ate it at like nine o'clock and which is probably why Dean is not feeling well today. Um, but I had, I had Taco Bell last night, like nine o'clock uh, for dinner, nine, nine thirty. And, uh, this morning I woke up and I was like, Whoa, you know, and like, I didn't fast breakfast this morning, but there are times when I wake up and I've eaten something late at night and I'm just, ugh. and so, yeah, there are times when I do go, you know what? I don't think I want to eat and it's going to make me feel better. Yeah. And so, but there are most people now, there are people who have an unnatural obsession with food that, and I think everybody has a comfort food, right? Cookies, milkshakes, whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think about what mine is and I can't. Macaroni and cheese. Oh, I love a good pot. <laughs> oh, buddy. Yes. Gotcha. So, yes. See, that's why I'm married. She just tells me, she knows me better than I know myself. Um, and I like ice cream. I don't eat ice cream a lot, but if I like if something's going on, if I'm bu- like I've been busy, over overwhelmed, a nice little bowl of ice cream is fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. First off, I just want to say that there's nothing wrong with saying, "Hey, this is this makes me feel better." Everything Paul says, everything in moderation, right? So that's not what he means there, but I like to say that. Well, don't look at me like that. <laughs> you, sure, yeah. I mean, hey, everything in moderation, man. A little bowl of ice cream ain't gonna kill you. That's true. I mean, unless the last bowl of ice cream gives you a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, then you're in trouble. <laughs> then that bowl. I thought you meant like like everything in moderation, including spiritual things. I'm like, mm, no, no, just bad. but just everything, little things like that isn't going to kill you. If you have a little bowl oh, of ice cream, true, yeah. when you're feeling a little overwhelmed, it's fine. But so naturally, most of the time, you're not going to want to eat when these things are coming up. Just like my next point is morning. Um, morning, when somebody dies, I mean... I don't know how and Ben your your mom's still alive, my parents are still alive, so we haven't experienced the hardship of extreme mourning, you know what I'm saying? But like yeah. uh It's rough. Yeah. Jessica yeah, Jessica's dad passed away and so um you know, we watched our, my grandfather die. We was there. Well, I think we was there for two days, and that might have been the longest fast I've ever done because I don't think we ate much mm-hmm. that two days. That's just a, again, we didn't do it for a spiritual reason, but your body naturally just does not want to eat in those those cases. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot going on. You're taking care of your family. You're around. You know, my morning grandmother who is trying to take care of her husband for the last couple minutes or a couple days of his life, and all these different things. There's a lot going on in the head. We're busy, and, you, and eating was not the first thing in our priority. Your bodily, your body naturally knows how to fast. I think God designed us that way to help us in certain times. The last one is grieving over sin, or more, aka mourning over sin. So, just like Ben was saying, if he thinks about how he has an obsession with food, well, then he could plan a fast against food. That makes sense, right? So if I know I have a problem with pornography or something like that and I need help kicking it, we were just talking about this before the podcast. Or I know I was just talking about it here on the podcast. I mean, we had so many conversations before the podcast, I can't remember what we talked about on the podcast <laughs> or off the podcast. Well, we did have a couple hours where we were just having difficulty after difficulty. Right. Talking about, so, yeah. so 
but I said, I cannot do, I cannot get off my addiction of pop. And I was addicted to pop. And if I didn't drink a pop during the day, just I was a grumpy person, wasn't I? Oh, yeah. So I was addicted to, to caffeine and the sweet, sweet taste of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> sweet it, it, Dr. Pepper. It was literally the Snickers commercial. <laughs> With a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. That, but you start realizing and you get convicted over sin and your heart starts grieving the sin. That's how you, first off, that's an, uh, an evidence of salvation. You start grieving sin. Then, oh, I need to, I need to quit this. And the only way I'm going to quit this is by, first off, not doing it. Yeah. AKA quitting. And two, I need God's help. Yep. Well, how do I get God's help? Well, I'll pray. Well, if he doesn't answer back, I'll read the word because the word is his words. Mm-hmm. That's his answering back. And then I fast. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm stopping the, what I'm doing. And I'm focusing on the prayer and the reading of the word. Yep. yep. So. And there are times when we see God and do that. Um, and it doesn't just have to be mourning over sin or whatever. It doesn't have to be when God doesn't answer. Right, right, right. You know, um, Moses, for instance, it was, you know, studying up to this, like, and we're going to talk about this later, so I don't want to go into it too much, but like Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness. There were two other people in the Bible that fasted 40 days and 40 nights. I kind of wish I could do my bust out every Bible right now. No. Did he not eat? <clears throat> um, no, it was uh, uh, Moses on the on Mount Sinai. Yes, and? I don't know. Big hint. Think about the Mount of Transfiguration. Who was there? Elijah. Uh-huh. That was it. Elijah. 40 days and 40 nights. Uh. So you have you have three people in the Bible that is recorded. Now, there may have been other people. We don't know. But there are three people recorded 40 days and 40 nights, and that was Jesus Moses, Elijah. Well, yeah, because most people would die. Yeah, I mean, honestly, so Elijah is in such mourning over, um, well, really, it's like anxiety, depression kind of thing, like um, whatever the queen of that time was like, I'm going to kill you because you killed all the prophets of Baal, and he's like, he runs from her, and like basically he mourns over the fact that Israel, in my opinion at least, he mourns over the fact that Israel has fallen so far that like there's almost nobody left that even believes in God at all. You know, it's one of those things. Yeah. Um, Moses, he's in the presence of God, getting the Ten Commandments, you know. Um, and that then, doesn't want to make you fast. I don't know what would. I mean, yeah. Like, there's you don't need to eat when you're just staring full on the face of God. Well, not in the face of God, close enough. Close as you can get. Sitting in the cloud of God. Like, yeah. I mean, like, he's right there. Like, he's speaking to you. Like, like his hand is writing. Like, yeah, his on the tablets. Writing like, the yeah, stones. It's, it's crazy. So, yeah. So, we see that. Mm. And... They do it. Yeah. And just like Moses, he didn't, God was already talking to him. So it's mm-hmm. not like he was trying to have a breakthrough of God. Yeah. I don't, I think fasting has a, a bad connotation that fasting, I only fast when, when I want to make sure God hears my prayers. Yeah. Or God, when something bad happens. Right. God, God hears your prayers. Mm-hmm. Right. You just might not like the answer you get. It's True. a yes or no answer that you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not going to do anything about this. Um, so, you if you fasting is not going to change the mind of God, in my opinion. If you go back to the earlier episodes, Ben thinks God's mind can change. <laughs> Wrong. Uh, I think, I <laughs> think there it. are things he hasn't made his mind up yet about. But anyway, <laughs> so, um, but I, I don't think fasting is going to change the. I think fasting is for us, not not to change his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps us get through certain things, and I think there are things that we just need a little bit more help on. Mm-hmm. I think. You don't think that God honors the fast, though, that you do? Like, you don't think God looks at it and goes, oh, that's kind of, that's that's nice. 
uh, I don't, I don't, I just, there's a lot of things about fasting we don't know. Yeah. So I'm not going to put a stake in that, that God, maybe this would have happened if I fasted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to put a stake there, especially on, on the interwebs. Um, but so I'm, my, my, my firm answer for now will be no, but I'm not going to say it's not possible, but but what I do know for sure is, is that it helps us set our mind towards God, mm-hmm. especially when we're trying to do something spiritual. Yeah, especially over sin, things like that. God gives us all the tools. We just got we just got to focus our mind on Him. Right. And then what's the best way to do that? By not doing one thing that everybody loves to do: mm-hmm. eat. Yeah. So and we spend a lot of our time of the day eating. Yeah. So if you don't eat, focus on the Word of God and in prayer. Your mind's going to be focused and sharp on God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the way Tim Mackey talks about it. He says that, you know, there's not a whole lot of things that in the day you do every day. Right. You know, every day you're going to sleep or eventually you'll go crazy. Every day you have to drink water. Every day you have to eat. You know, that's how you get your energy. Um, but, you know, if you think about it, there are not very many things that like, what are you going to do in six years, Jessica? There are not very many things that you can say, well, I'm going to be doing this for certainty. More than likely, though, in six years from today, you're probably going to eat, right? Um, so for you not to is significant, right? And so, you know, Tim Mackey talks about that, and then he, he also says, you know, it's almost like fasting is like a reboot. Right. Like when you, when you choose not to do that, it's almost like you are emptying your body of one of the very few things that it needs. Um, and to do that honors God. So, yeah. And let me tell you, one of the most frustrating things – for a, a Christian to go through is trying to study a topic when you read commentaries or people you trust mm-hmm. opinion on something, every single person's opinion on fasting is different. Yeah. Every I mean, even like, like I said, Ben and I's opinion on fasting towards each other are different. Mm-hmm. We agree on a lot, yeah. but they're different. I was listening to, uh, uh, John MacArthur on it. You pulled up something about Tim Mackey, their whole stance on it was just, well, yeah. Two different ends of the spectrum. Yeah, R.C. Sproul was kind of in the middle of both of that. You know, Vody Bauckham, you know, was sort of where R.C. Sproul was. You know, so it's just it's kind of like reading a commentary on Revelation. Nothing, nobody <laughs> sees it the same. Yeah, nobody. And it gets kind of frustrating because you're like, what? What is this? You know what is interesting about it though? Everybody that I listened to about fasting, um, just about everybody that I heard, I, there might have been one that wasn't, but he they were like. You know, I didn't really realize how significant it was, though, until I studied it. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. You know, and, like, I talked to Pastor Chris about it, and he, like, there were things he said I agreed with, there were things he said I didn't agree with. So it, it, just nobody stands firm, like, on the same level yeah. of where fasting is. Yeah. But what I do think everybody stands who studied, like you said, studies it, says it's highly important mm-hmm. for the life of a Christian. Yeah. And almost everybody that I see, too, that studies it goes, you know what? I should do that more often. Right. Yeah. And I, and I don't think any of us fast enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think fast. I think fasting comes. That's my opinion. Naturally, mm. and I, and and that because yeah, yeah, I'm gonna stand on that because I, I get kind of wishy washy on that, but on the sin part. Mm-hmm. Um, but even like the sin when your heart is convicted by sin, mm-hmm. that's natural. Yeah, that's the Holy Spirit working in your life. 
and then you fast because mm-hmm. you and you realize what you need to do. Sometimes it's not like your body's naturally just doing this for you. You're going to have to work your mind into it somehow, mm-hmm. but your body's telling you to fast. Your brain has to listen. Yeah. So that's where I stand on it. Some people say that you choose to. You need to choose to fast. I think I, I don't know where I stand on that yeah. issue. No, I think I, you I kinda, stand. That's there. where I. I mean, <clears throat> I think your body tells you to, but I think you should choose to as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you think about it, like the Bible talks about, you know, Paul's like, hey, men should pray lifting holy hands. Um, I actually heard, I was listening to the dude from James River talk about this. And he was like, you know what? He's like, sometimes I don't want to lift my hands, but that's not what the Bible says. It says pray and lift holy hands. So he's like, so I do it. You know, (laughs) he said there are times when in the natural, I don't want to do something, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to just because I don't want to. Right. You know, Um, and fasting is the same way. It's this thing where physically, you are lining up with something that the Bible says is a good practice, right? Um, whether you want to or not, and, and that that's just okay. and that's what drives me crazy about it is because it doesn't ever say exactly when what? and why to fast. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I mean, it, it, it doesn't gives, give you it doesn't give you exact parameters. It almost ever. gives us some scenarios, like and we've mentioned them already. Yeah. When you're anxious, we but we've mentioned some of them. Yeah, um, but. It does not. It, like it does not. Here's what fasting is, and here's how you do it. Mm-hmm. And it that drives me nuts. Now, there there are a few things to that. There are a few caveats to that because the Bible does mention fasting about twenty five times ish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Leviticus, even though it's talking about the Day of Atonement, and you know, Jesus is our atonement, so we don't necessarily have to do that. Um, there's a really good uh, Bible project I've been listening to on when the law applies and when it doesn't. And he says that the law simultaneously never applies to us and always applies to us. It's so confusing. I know it's, but it it made sense for the first time ever. It really made sense to me when he was talking about it, because this was again, a Tim Mackey thing, but he was talking about how um, if, if you want to observe a Jewish feast, for instance, now Paul's really clear in Galatians. Like if you go back to the law and like, that's how you are trying to obtain your salvation, you've lost it. But um, if you just want to honor the Lord and you want to participate in some of those as a way to um, glorify God and the things that he's done and look back to the cross and that kind of stuff, he's like, and I I feel this way sometimes, like I think you, that's not an issue for you to go for it, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like, this is a really weird topic, but I'm going there anyway. Um, It's just like, you know, if you're circumcised, does that mean I instantly lost my salvation because I'm circumcised? Well, that's no. Um, But if you chose to be circumcised because you thought that's how you obtained your salvation, that and faith in Christ, then yeah, you've you've lost it. Right. See, Um, like, just like if I I am only following the Ten Commandments to become righteous in God's eyes, you're you're falling in a vein. Yeah. You're you're doing good things, but in vain. Right. So, and that's the same way, because righteousness only comes through belief in Jesus Christ. Right. Right. And then, and then, like for me, for instance, I when I look at the the law, you know, the Bible talks about how the law lets us know what holiness looks like, Mm -hmm. and so I I do have a tendency to go, you know what, I want to follow it to honor God, yet that's not the source of my salvation. That's a product of my salvation. And I, me following it. It does honor God, but it doesn't. It's not the how God is honored in the same way. Yeah, I also eat bacon. <laughs> you know, like I don't follow them all. So, but like me being a believer in Jesus Christ, it's how God is honored. Yeah, me sharing the light of Christ is how God is honored. Mm-hmm. Um, fruit of salvation is God cultivating my heart 
to become more and more like him every day. Yeah. And I take my cross and I, I'm crucified daily. Mm-hmm. And which we talked about, you know, I think last episode. Yeah. And so I'm becoming more Christ like in the, my, what they call sanctification. Yeah. So then I'm going to probably honor God a little bit more. I'm going to know that he's the one true God. I'm not, I'm going to, if I'm holding things above God as an idol, those things are going to start trickling away. Yeah. You probably won't lose them all at first, but you're going to, you're going to say, hey, I value my phone too much. It's interrupting my time with God. Actually, it's becoming something in between me and God. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stand off from my phone so I can make sure I read my Bible. Mm-hmm. I may actually go to a flip phone. Mm-hmm. Or I may cut the data off on my phone for a while until I can hone this in. Yeah, Certain things will become a conviction to you. Mm-hmm. And that's evidence of salvation as well. Um, but th- just because you're now losing an idol... And putting God first, that doesn't make you righteous in God's eyes. It's mm-hmm. your salvation through Christ, your belief in Jesus Christ, that makes you righteous in His eyes. Yeah. But so, question question along those veins. Then, do you think God is is purposefully ambiguous in not? I mean, He does give us. There are some things in here which I'm going to read here in a minute. But do you think He's purposely ambiguous in the way that He tells us to fast? What do you think, Jess? Do you think He purposefully like just doesn't give us? clear details all the time on what we should fast from? Oh, yeah, it's purpose in everything. Yeah. So. I love her so much. <laughs> that was a very political answer. <laughs> well, and exactly what you just said. God does nothing by accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe maybe there is a reason why it's well, ambiguous. Kind of. I never even thought about that, really. I didn't either until now. It was a Holy Spirit moment. Um, because people deal with things differently. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you mourn different than I mourn. Mm-hmm. So, Day of Atonement, Leviticus 23, um, it says, The Lord again spoke to Moses, The tenth day of the seventh month is the Day of Atonement. You are to hold a sacred assembly and practice self-denial. Right. You are to present a fire offering to the Lord. On this particular day, you are not to do any work, for it's a Day of Atonement, to make atonement for yourselves before the Lord your God. You're right, Jesus already did that for us. If any person does not practice self-denial on this particular day, he is to be cut off from his people. Well, we don't we do not do that, right? right. But um, it is interesting that it talks about you must practice self-denial. Which is? A form of fasting. Exactly. But self-denial from what? Exactly. Yeah. Self-denial from what? Well, um, I would argue that that, in, that includes food, but... I think there's more to it than that. It's not limited to. <clears throat> because in the Old Testament law, <laughs> sorry guys, this one's going to get awkward again. Sorry. But an ejection of um, semen was would make you ceremonially unclean. So guess what? You also couldn't make babies. Mm-hmm. That was a, you had to practice self-denial. Right. And the New Testament talks about that. It talks about you shouldn't deny each other except for a time right. for your prayers. And then you should come back together that, the, you know, the believer isn't tempted and all that stuff. Right. David Tillman talks about self-denial. And right. so I don't think it's just food. But I do think that practicing self-denial, like you're talking about phone, great right. way to practice self-denial. Uh, Pop, great way to practice self-denial. And I think the thing is too, I think, but we got to be careful here, make it clear, just fasting from your phone for a few days is not something that you probably should practice over and over and over again. Or, or maybe it is. But yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I don't think it's a cop-out because some things are easy to do, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a, You know what? In 2023, I'm just going to not be on social media so much. 
Um, yeah, that's yeah, definitely. You know, I see what you and, mean. And I'm, and I'm just going to pray in that time yeah. that I would normally spend on social media. Yeah. Listen, these things are easy. Right. Okay. And, and maybe there is, maybe you feel convicted about being on social media too much. Maybe if you're saying I can't read my Bible, I don't have enough time to pray and read my Bible and you're spending four hours a day on social media. Okay. That's probably a valid conviction, mm-hmm. but fasting that way for six and a half years, Linda is not the way to do it. <laughs> if that's the only fast you ever do. Yeah, that's probably, you, you know what I'm saying? There's more to it than that. Yeah. So say, and saying I'm a, I'm a consecutive faster, like I fast faster, I fast <laughs> all the time. Yep. And the only thing you fast is social media. I feel like it's a cop out, mm-hmm. you know, I think the reason why food is the way it's explained in the Bible. Most of the time is because it really is a sacrifice. Mm hmm. Me going, you going without social media for sixteen days isn't really a sacrifice. Yeah, all you Starbucks lovers out there can go out the go without those pumpkin spice lattes. Not my pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> yeah, no, and so I just I, I needed to make that clear because, and I think we're exactly right. What you said, Ben, was exactly right. Yeah. for the first time in forever. Um, hey, I'm so glad you get a raise. Yay! <laughs> oh, I got a raise. <laughs> I'm so glad. <clears throat> So, but we just, there has to be a caveat to these things. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I, I truly think these cell phones can get in the way. Laptops can get in the way. PlayStation can get in the way. Yep. Uh, and for, for PlayStation <coughs> fans, Xbox can get in the way. Um, <laughs> Definitely. That, yeah, yes, you know, there's Xbox a lot of times like where I come, like if I just need to chill out, I think something that I, one of my, uh, what, what did you call it? Uh, com- comfort food. Oh, comfort. But my comfort hobby is playing my playstation in the evening and, you yeah. know it, it it takes you away from the world you are in that yep. but if you're saying i don't read my bible i don't pray yep. but you're playing four hours of playstation at night problem confession time by the way Uh-oh. so <clears throat> we just had an ice storm right i woke up before dina did she slept because she was feeling bad she had the flu or well she had something she was feeling bad um so she would sleep to like noon one i would wake up in the morning I didn't have anything to do for the first time in forever. Um, what did I do? Xbox. I was I was killing the Call of Duty. I was getting like, <laughs> I was killing it. I mean, it was awesome. Um, you know what the problem though was? You know what I always do every morning? Always. Devotion. Devotion. Every morning. Bible study. And you know what you didn't do those mornings? You know what I did those mornings? Two mornings in a row, sir. Now, I know that sounds, oh, I'm so holy. What? No, it's not. I, I did, But I didn't. And I, you know what? I didn't feel an ounce of conviction about it for the longest time. And then all of a sudden, I was like, crap. <laughs> and then the next day came, and I was like, I don't feel like doing my Bible study devotion today either. I'm not going to. This is a problem. <laughs> and I realized it was a problem. And Yeah, we talked about that in our Bible uh, and devotion mm-hmm. you know, episode. If you like, there's times I think a break is good. Like mm-hmm. I don't think when I when I think when I go to the beach, I spend more time in prayer than I do Bible reading. Mm-hmm. It's just a good time for me to disconnect from that and move into something else, like just fully prayer. Because mm-hmm. um, if the beach doesn't make you pray, then who are you? Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, man. If that, but like that, you know, that stuff like that's addicting. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people out there, there's kids out there. There's, and that's why I don't mind kids playing video games. Like I actually encourage my football team to play Madden. It teaches them football, teaches them fundamentals, teaches them mm-hmm. play art, teaches them everything about the game, right? And it's good for them to learn that stuff about the game. And I think it makes them love the game even more. Mm-hmm. But the, you can get addicted. 
And I think our younger generation, don't make me get into my old man political rant. And I think our old <laughs> you generation. You kids get off my lawn. Quit getting off the PlayStation and go outside. You know? But yeah. So that's my thing is that they, you can, and it's anything like that. You reading your romance novels instead of reading the Bible, blah, 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 so blah. true. You know, on and on and on. If if you're saying, was I'm listening to 98.1 The Bull here, people in Richmond, uh, <laughs> who listen to my country music on the way to work, and now you don't have time to read your Bible, but you could be listening to your Bible on the way to work. Is that your only time in the day? Just, there's times that you probably will feel conviction about this, and these are the things that are okay to fast. Mm-hmm. You're, you're doing without. Yeah. Why? To first off, humble yourself, getting closer to God, refocusing your mind, and you should be mourning and grieving over your sin for having idols before God. Yep. There's, yep. my, there's my rant. There's your rant. You know what I feel like it's a good time for? And I feel like you already just did it. Last 10%. Oh, well, I want to talk about one more. Well, how oh, never mind. This? Never mind. Uh, why did Jesus fast? Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's <just> like, <laughs> it's, it's only the point of the whole thing. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. So, and... So first off, and how did Jesus fast? So first off, let's recap to this mm-hmm. point because we kind of went everywhere for yeah, a second. We did um, fasting is natural. Mm-hmm. Ben thinks you can. You, you, there is a chance, or there's a time you can. Choose I think to there fast. are times when you should choose to fast. Oh, and period. I'm I'm not 100 percent disagreeing with that. Um, I think, and I think that I think they go hand in hand. I really do. I think when you choose a fast, your heart's telling you about conviction. It's it. I think you're there. Is times you're going to have to your mind is going to have to choose over your body. Your body doesn't want to go without food. Your brain ain't going to go without that PlayStation. Your brain ain't going to go without that cell cell phone. You know that cigarette, whatever. That's the cigarette. Your cigarette. <laughs> Close enough. I like that term better anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, things like that. You're going to have to mentally decide to yes. do a fast. Yep. It, your body, yes, you like in mourning and in loss, you're not going to feel like going to eat. It's probably not that hard of a decision to make. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be a time where you're grieving so much over sin. You're going to have to, but you're going to have to make a mental decision. I'm fasting over this. Yep. I am giving this to God because yep. I'm not going to break this without God. And that is when you will have to make a decision. So I don't disagree with that stance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then... Fasting doesn't always just stand with food. It can be with items, but don't. It's not a cop out. Okay, you can't be, you can't be fasting, the little things. You know, I love my Apple Watch so much, but I think it's becoming an idol, so I'm not going to wear it for ten years. Yeah. Okay. Get get over yourself. Uh, <laughs> so there's things that if it's becoming a problem, beat it, but don't don't rely on that to make yourself look more spiritual. Come on, people. Uh, let's be, don't be stupid sheep. <laughs> Number one for 2023 said that. <laughs> Ding. We, yeah, we should have a counter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now, down to the point. Why in the wilderness, Jesus fasted, you mentioned it earlier, for 40 days and 40 nights. Yep. One of the three people to do it, uh, suspectedly. Mm-hmm. Um, we know Jesus did it. Yeah. And we that, know, one of the three that are recorded. Right. And uh, why did he do it? And this is going to be fun. <laughs> Why did he do it? Well, first off, we know he we we looked at this up before the podcast. Mm-hmm. We think probably because he was choosing about to choose his disciples, because mm-hmm. um, that was in Luke chapter four that he uh, 
was tempted in the wilderness. Luke chapter five, he chose his disciples. He started choosing them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We see, you know, right after that, that, you know, so Jesus is baptized. That's number one. And then it says in every one of the accounts that he was driven out into the wilderness to fast. And well, I'm sorry to be tempted by the devil. And he fasted. Um, and so he's out in the wilderness and he is out there fasting um, and after that is when the ministry starts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so Jesus was probably fasting as a, what, what you typically just about always see is that Jesus or anybody who's fasting in the Bible fasts at a significant point, right? Um, and so Jesus is fasting at a significant point in his life. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, he's about to start the road to the cross. Right. Um, what better time to fast than that? So then what else happens in this uh, 40 days and 40 nights? The devil, Satan himself, mm-hmm. uh, comes to Christ mm-hmm. and he gives him ultimatums. Um, Where I'll yeah, do this, yeah. do this, and I'll give you this. Yeah, he gives him three temptations that we know that are recorded. Yeah. Yep. And Christ beats the temptations, which is a sign of uh, a, a sign of victory from what the first Adam couldn't do. The second Adam did do mm-hmm. uh, that. The devil only had to tempt these people in the garden once. Right. And the savior of the world beat three temptations from him. Yeah. Um, so what's, what's here? Your, you, cause we have temptations, question marks. Here. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so he, he does beat the temptation. And one of the things that I think the Day of Atonement thing kind of hints at, and one of the things that the more I study it, and I don't have a, this is what the Bible says in, in First Bag of Babylonians chapter 3, <laughs> verse 22. Um, I don't have one of those. But what I think the Bible does kind of imply about fasting in some cases is I think it does, um, I think fasting is a way to practice weakness. And why is that important? I think it's important because practicing our weakness helps us in the times when we are weak and tempted. Now, Jesus, as Hunter astutely likes to point out, Jesus probably didn't need to practice weakness because Jesus probably isn't, you know, he's not falling into sin, right? Like he's not having that issue. But I still think it's interesting that, that Jesus does fast and in the weakness, he is tempted and yet he's without sin. Um, and you know, the day of atonement, you're mourning over sin. You're, you're thinking about sin, even though Jesus is our atonement. But in that we fast and we practice, uh, self-denial is what it says. You know, why do we do that? I think it's to help us later on down the road with our later temptations. That's just a theory of mine. Yeah. And the rabbit hole that you could go down here is, could Jesus have sinned? Yeah. You know, is that why he fasted to beat the temptation? Yeah. I obviously say no, he could not have sinned. What's, but that's a conversation on a podcast for a different day. It, it is. Yes. Because we literally talked about it. I think, and, and the answer is no, but the answer is, or the question is in, in just a purely philosophical state. Could he have philosophically, could Sin. Jesus have chosen whatever he wanted to choose? No. And that's and that's where Hunter <laughs> says 100% no. no. And that's where I go, I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know. Cuz he could have called down 12 legions of angels, he says. It says he could have. But he didn't. But he didn't. Because, but it says he could. Cuz it wasn't he, he looks at Peter. Peter cuts <laughs> off the ear of the of the of the servant of the Pharisee and he's like, "Peter, put your sword away, man. Cuz don't you know I could have called down 12 legions of angels? Could have." <laughs> 
When you speak for Jesus like that, I see him with a farmer's hat on and a piece of straw coming out of his mouth. <laughs> Sunday, why'd you do that, boy? But anyway, could have. The answer is could have. So Yeah, yeah he, he could have. Could have. But it's but, not the will of the Father for him to sin. And that's true. And you know what? Hunter does make a very good point. I don't I don't think it's ever a possibility. Yet it's so, it's a weird thing about it. So confusing. I don't think it's ever a possibility. Yet I think that God has the free will in and of himself to do whatever he wants. I think that's the great thing about God is he chooses not to. Yet, yes, he does not change, and yes, he cannot sin because he's God and he's one hundred percent consistent. Listen, I I agree with Ben. ben God had the ultimate free will. God chose good in the main beginning. Yeah. And guess what? God set the parameters of himself. And he chooses to follow those parameters the, and he never will the, not. Yes. So when he said, I want to choose good, and he also said, I can't lie, I can't yes. cheat, yes. I'm a just God. Now these things, he can't break. He cannot tell because a lie. Because he chooses not to. Because <laughs> he, But if he chose tomorrow to tell a lie, he couldn't do it. So anyway, the <laughs> point is. Don't make me the get the is, gavel. The point is. Gavel. The point is, the point is, temptation, Jesus resisted, and it's awesome. Now, for us today, I think fasting, if you're having a problem, first off, it's like sin. Like, okay, it falls right in line with what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Drinking pop, had fasted to beat drinking pop. In that, while you were fasting, you're being tempted to drink pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody open a can of Dr. Pepper down. 16 miles away, I could smell it. You can hear, you're like, oh. <laughs> it's an ice cold Dr. Pepper. Get your ice cold Dr. Pepper here. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> but, <laughs> Dr. Pepper, if you want to sponsor us, I still won't drink you, but we'll take your money. We will. Um, so Jessica will drink your <laughs> So then that, that will help you, I think, beat that temptation. Yes. If you're having a problem with like pornography. Yes. And you're fasting to fasting computer time, fasting internet time because you're you're you want to break your addiction to pornography, you're going to be tempted. You're going to be tempted to watch porn in that time. Yeah. But guess what? You're going to you're going to need to fast and you're going to need to humble yourself before God. See, and I think that. you need to add. And this is just my opinion. I think you need to add the fasting, the food on top of it. I do. Sure. I don't think it's just I'm going to fast from just the the internet itself. Because you're gonna have to do that literally every day at some point. No, I think you need to. I think you need to add the food thing on top of it. I sure. think it's it's a reset. It's a reboot. It's a. I'm gonna practice weakness now, so that I'm strong later spiritually. Sure. I don't just me. Um. I mean, the harder the better, I guess. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but either way, okay. So whatever level you want to go to that, whatever gets it done. Um, but. You're going to have to fast mm. and deal with temptation. Mm-hmm. Christ did it. We're going to have to do it. And I think devil. I think the devil. I don't think the devil knew that it was a lost cause. I think the devil truly thought that he could convince Jesus. I don't think he did it to. I mean, he convinced a third of the angels in heaven to fall. Right. That's what I'm saying. I think he truly he's like, hey, I'm. I am twisted enough. I can make this man see my see my side. That's also why I think that the temptations were temptations for Jesus. Look, the Hebrews tells us that Christ was tempted in every way. Yet without sin. Yeah. Just because you're tempted to do something... Doesn't mean you have to do it. Doesn't mean he would have fell into it. But he still felt that 
I'm sure he still felt that urge because he was 100% man, 100% God. Yeah. In order to be tempted, but the though, God, there has to be a draw there. But the human yeah. side would have bound, I say, would have backed up all the way to a buffer that the God side would not allow him to go to. So, because if Christ would have sinned, it would have been all over. The story, the, it was all over. Yeah, the story was unwritten. Right. And right. God's plan doesn't fail. The plan of redemption so anyway, never fail. So anyway, people. So anyway, listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. The plan of God does not fail. So, Ben just said I'm right. All right. So, Ben, last ten percent. Are we done? Sure. The last ten percent. Okay. So you conclude your thought in the last ten percent. Okay. Cool. So yeah. So lastly, um, I, th- I I I think yeah. No, I think I think we're good there. I think my my thought is concluded. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So, okay. Here's my last 10%. We see a few things. Um, I was a, I was mildly, I was mildly, um, I'm trying to collect my thoughts here and it's hard. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, last 10% for me. So you see a couple things in scripture about fasting. That is clear. Number one, you see um, <clears throat> in Leviticus 23, day of atonement, and you see the stuff about that. It was practicing self-denial. So, um, what does self-denial look like? I don't think it's just food. I think it's other things as well, but I think the food part of it is important. Um, I also think that when you look at self-denial and fasting, I do think that it helps you in all areas of your spiritual life. Um, and I do think that there is a kind of, I don't know, the secret sauce behind it. Um, I don't know what it is exactly, um, but I do think that God does honor your fast, your sacrifice. Um because he's God and he's kind like that. He doesn't have to, but I think he does because he's cool like that. Um, and so, yeah, that's my that's my last ten percent. Jess. So, in second book of Samuel. I was reading about who all has fasted. <coughs> David fasted for his uh, sick, dying child for seven days. The child died anyway. But his servants um, asked him why he fasted anyway, like his, his child had died. But then once his child died anyway, uh, he went back to eating. His servants couldn't figure out why he even fasted in the first place. But, uh, hmm. yeah. So why did he fast in the first place? He was trying, he was trying to have, hopefully God could like hear his prayers um, to save his child. So that that's where I go to like that quit where you just finished off Ben. Fasting doesn't always equal results is what I'm trying to say when it comes to that. Is that just because you fasted don't expect results. Right. Um and all that that good stuff. Because people throw that out there, well, I'm gonna fast and pray over this so that God will hear and answer my prayer. Well he I mean he might hear you, but it doesn't mean you're gonna get the answer you want. The will of God's gonna happen whether you like it or not. And even if you pray for it to change, sometimes. <laughs> well, let this cup pass from me, <laughs> Jesus said. God said, "There's no other way." Yep. So sometimes the will of God cannot change. I'm going to say that just so Ben doesn't. Then there are times when it. You're right. So Ben just doesn't disturb me. For right. me, the last ten percent is. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. The last ten percent for me is that for fasting is good. You should do it. You probably don't do enough of it. So do more of it. Do more fasting. Just do it. That's the best 10% there is. Buddy, that is bullet pointed that out. <clears throat> yep. You know what I think the time is? Not bedtime, but...
Yeah. So, on this episode of, on this episode, <laughs> on this segment of Bust Out Your Bibles with Ben, today um, we are talking about fasting. And so, uh, there is an interesting little fast concept in Psalm 69 that I kind of want to talk about. Psalm 69 is a prophecy about Jesus in chapter, um, yeah, chapter 69, verse 9. Um, if you remember Jesus at one point, he makes a whip out of cords because he goes into the temple, he sees the state of the temple. He comes out overnight. He thinks about it, it seems anyway. The next day he goes back, whip out of cords, blam, drives out the money changers and all the stuff. And in that, it says the reason why he did that was because of this verse. It says, for zeal for your house has consumed me and the reproaches of those you oh, I'm sorry and the reproaches of those who reproach you have fallen on me. Then he then there's this verse, this next verse. Now, not always this would be something about Jesus, but I kind of wonder if it is. And so verse 10 says verse ver, bleh, verse <laughs> 10 says when I wept and humbled my soul with fasting, it became my reproach. When I made sackcloth my clothing, I became a byword to them. And I do kind of think that that is about Jesus because you see when Jesus did anything, it was always like it wasn't good enough for the Pharisees, right? Um, Jesus even makes a statement about this in the gospels when he's like, um, it's like a child who is in the marketplace and it's like, I played a song for you and you wouldn't dance. Like Jesus talks about that and addresses the same issue. Um, And so I just think it's interesting that in the prophetic sense of when we look at prophecies about Jesus, um, it's interesting that he says, when I wept and humbled my soul with fasting, Jesus would never have to humble his soul. And yet I think that that is a, I think it's purposely there for us to know that one of the reasons why we humble or why we fast is because we humble our soul yeah, like Jesus did, because he did, he was the picture of humility. And so if you're ever like, well, God can't humble himself. Guess what? Yes, he can. He humbled himself by taking the form of a servant yeah. and dying on a cross. I was say, yeah, the scripture says that he, God humbled himself yes. to be like men, yep. but was not like men yep. because he had no sin. Because he had no sin. Uh, so there you stuff. go. That was, a, that was a good one. Bust out your Bibles a bit. I like it. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Altered Podcast on this episode, specifically talking about fasting. I want to thank each and every one of you. Remember, if you click on the link to our podcast, there is a support button there. It helps us do all kinds of amazing things. Uh, multiple topics coming up. We don't know what the next one is yet, so stay tuned. We'll get there. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the Altered Podcast. Be sure to join us next week for a brand new episode. Also, be sure to join us on the Altered Podcast Facebook page for updates and other cool content. See you next week.